Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell. Co-hosted by portfolio managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca. We're building customer connections. Good morning, good afternoon, and good day. Wherever you are, thanks for listening to the Customer Connections, where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right direction fast. I am Jerry Campbell, the Director of Customer and Industry Workflows Leading Practices. And today on the Customer Connection, we're going to do something just a little bit different. Um, Usually we're talking about customer connections and impact of ServiceNow, the platform. But as we get ready to celebrate uh, Veterans Day, I thought it would be great to have two of my fellow veterans here at uh, ServiceNow join me on the Customer Connection. So today, we have our guests, Herb Thompson and Javier Chen. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey, Jerry. Happy to be here, buds. And Herb, you're the Program Manager Next Gen Veterans Program. So tell us a little bit about what you do in your role. Yeah, uh, ServiceNow has uh, stepped up and said, hey, you know, the market of talent, we need more people in the ecosystem and veterans are good, you know, a great source of top talent. So programs uh, upskilling veterans so they can get in the ServiceNow ecosystem, whether it's here at ServiceNow or out at our partners. Awesome. Javier, you're a senior recruiter and staffing representative. Tell us a little about your role. Yeah, so I work. Uh, in the recruiting space at ServiceNow, technical recruiting space to be specific. And uh, I work with uh, candidates on technical candidates on trying to find their next role here at ServiceNow. So I can act as a career counsel to candidates looking to transition in, into tech, but specifically into a technical engineering role. So I don't know if you've heard the Customer Connection uh, podcast, but we do have some rules of engagement. I know coming from the military, we like to use a lot of acronyms and a lot of jargon. And it's no different here at ServiceNow, right? There's a lot of acronyms, a lot of jargon. So what we have, our rules of engagement are no acronyms and no jargon. If you fell and slip up on that, then I might be coming back to ask you for a small donation to a charity of my choosing. So uh, just <laughs> make sure if you do do that, use that jargon at the end of the show. I'll tabulate that and ask you guys to explain that stuff. Is that good with you guys? Fair enough. Good with me. Awesome. So let's jump into our uh, kind of our icebreaker questions here. So I'll ask Herb this. Uh, what was the first record you ever bought? I mean, I, guess, I don't know if it's date myself by saying it was a cassette tape and not a record. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but uh, crisscross. I think I bought a, a tape. A crisscross when I was like in middle school or something. Wow. Did you wear your clothes backwards too? <laughs> For, I'm sure there was a couple of days during that time frame where I did. Uh, fortunately, I grew out of that habit. How about you, Javier? Uh, to be honest, I never purchased a record, but bought a CD. <laughs> uh, I think it was uh, Casey and JoJo. Oh, wow. They're all in the same age group. So you guys are close, right? We're all the same. Awesome. So we'll start with Javier this time. Hey, you seem like a karaoke guy. What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, it would be Backstreet Boys, In Sync. Go to karaoke song. 
know if you guys are about you. you guys know about them, but that's those are my guys growing up. <laughs> there you go. What about you, Herb? Probably don't stop believing. Uh, would probably be a go-to. I, I, I will honestly. I love karaoke, but I would love watching others because I cannot sing. So yeah, it, it's it's not pretty if I start singing. No, I I'm with you. I love to go and watch, but I cannot sing. So on that note, we talk about back in the day. What kind of fashion trend did you have once that you really loved, but you look back on it and says, "Oh man, it makes me cringe to even think that I was doing that stuff." But about that fashion stuff, uh, we were actually talking about this with my girlfriend recently. Like a puka shell necklace, like a seashell necklace. That was probably you know teenage, early twenties. I was always rocking the puka shell necklace. Oh, cool, Javier. Oh man, I'm gonna take it back a little bit, but I grew up in the hood, so I <laughs> so it was uh, baggy dickies and long white tees, black tees. Cool, man. So let's go ahead and jump into this, man. Let's just let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, with Veterans Day coming up and stuff. I'm going to ask uh, Herb, what does Veterans Day really mean to you? For me, Veterans Day, it, it's a day to stop, right? And appreciate, for me, those that came before me. And that's probably what inspired part of, large part of what inspired me to, you know, go on to serve and be a veteran. But it's just take a day to recognize that. I like we we wouldn't be here. I, I feel fortunate to live in the United States. We were born here, and um, it's a day to like, hey, I stand on the so- shoulder of giants. Uh, so it's a day to stop, pause, reflect, and be thankful that people have set up and said, "Send me, I'll stand watch." And that's what Veterans Day means to me. Awesome, thank you with that. And uh, Javier, what about you? Yeah, I would agree with everything Herb just shared. Uh, we we'll also like to add that Veterans Day. You know what it means to me is that there there are people in the United States like us that volunteered our time uh, to do whatever it took for us and for the country to move forward, right? And, and to do things that maybe other people that didn't have the will to do and or could not do, right? And there are only so much people in this country that can do that that are willing to do that. And it's a day of just awareness, acknowledgement, recognition for people. And there are still people continuing to serve after the military service, right? Let's also um, be aware and acknowledge and recognize that as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's still people. Uh, we still can serve in our own way and manners to this day. So we are vets. And so I was just wondering, if uh, Javier, can you tell me a little bit about your military career and how you transition your journey into transition to this corporate world? Yeah, my ex- military experience was I joined the military right after high school, right? I enlisted in the Navy. Actually, before I graduated high school, was in the delayed entry program. And once I graduated, I got shipped off to Great Lakes, Illinois. You know, my military career, you know, the five years of service, I was in the Navy. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to be stationed at, on a ship that had a great support system, right? Being in San Diego, a lot of resources for military service members and veterans and just a big military community out there in Southern California. And, you know, I got an opportunity to deploy around the world in Asia Pacific, Middle East, East Africa, and around the country. So when I, you know, after my military service transitioned, uh, went to college and 
it was in college that I met my first hiring manager, right? As a college student at the Career Center, attending information sessions to learn more about opportunities in corporate, in tech, being in the Bay Area, you know, tech is very prominent here. And um, my first hiring manager, you know, and I were speaking and I was inquiring about these opportunities in HR or in corporate and, you know, and I came off differently, right? I came off as someone that asked very deeper questions to learn a little bit more compared to your average 18, 19, 20 year old coming out of high school. And, you know, I think that kind of, that forged a, you know, a connection with her and I and um, nurturing that relationship was very important. You know, upon graduation, um, you know, we stayed connected and uh, I volunteered throughout the summer and studying abroad as well. And then when I came back from that, she, she reached out to me and was like, hey, Javier, there's an opportunity uh, on my team. Here's the job description. If you're interested, please apply. And if you do apply, uh, you'll have opportunity. And that's, you know, someone took a chance on me. That's all because I felt like I was being inquisitive. I was trying my best to prepare and learn. And uh, that's how I transitioned to tech. Hey, what about you, sir? Like Javier, joined straight out of high school, delayed entry program. I was just smart enough to say, I want to go at the end of the summer because I still want to have a fun summer after I graduate high school. So like in August, I shipped out. Uh, but it's all I wanted to do since I was a little kid. That was my goal was I wanted to be a soldier. I saw a National Geographic about Green Berets. And I was like, I want to be a Green Beret. And then once I joined, I wanted to be a drill sergeant. So that was my two life goals. That was it in life was be a Green Beret, be a drill sergeant. Uh, it took me a while to get there and to work my way up. Fortunately, I was able to achieve both goals. Uh, I was the only person ever in the history of the Army to be drill sergeant of the year and also earn a Green Beret. And then when we talk about transitioning out, it's no one really cares about that. <laughs> my coffee still costs the same. The gas is the same. It's it's get back to work. And I approach it like a deployment, just like a tour overseas. Uh, I need to prepare. And I, I'm just deploying in the U.S., though. It's, I got the skill sets. I'm going to have to work hard. And I just started collecting information, having as many informational interviews as I could. I ended up having over 2,000. Fortunately, I, I had some time as I was getting out. Uh, my unit, Fifth Special Force Group, was very supportive of my retiring after 20 years and was I dove into it like it was a new mission and uh, took some time off, found a job in management consulting, um, very quickly realized I did not like that. Uh, but as I was doing my MBA at Cornell, I said, I'll keep doing this uh, until I finish that. And then said, hey, I want to go find a, find a job where I can make an impact at a place making an impact. And that's how I found service now was uh, I saw this and said, I, I want to be here. This is where I want to be. And, and I pursued service now. And, the rest is history. Awesome. And, you know, like we all three, we transition. And like Herb, you said, it's another mission. And Javier, you kind of explain another way. It's inquisitive, right? And and that's that hunger. When you're a service member, you still have that in you and you keep that drive going. So for you guys in particular in this company, why is it so, you know, important? What's your passion about helping vets in this mission and transition? Yeah, I'll hop on it first, Javier. For me, it's, I believe the more veterans who succeed in communities and companies around this country, the better off we'll be. And it's probably more necessary now in 2022 uh, than ever before. So I, I want to see veterans succeed. And I'll also include military spouses with the veterans. 
I want to see him succeed. And, and uh, if it's not a service now, great, but I, the world's not getting less tech focused. It's not getting less automated. So why not, why not get in here at ServiceNow into the ecosystem and have a career and make an impact for our future? Yeah, I would agree with Herb as well, right? Transition service members, veterans, they are coming into transitioning out and coming into society with, with a skill set, with experiences. And now it's how do we help these service members fine tune that skill set and those experiences so that they can make a successful transition wherever they want to go. Specifically, ServiceNow is, you know, well, we have programs that can help them upskill and fine-tune that. That can come into our ecosystem, whether it's at ServiceNow or with our customers or partners. And that's just one value add we can bring to society. But, but being involved, and I think veterans, you know, amplifying their own network, to be involved in this ecosystem, it just goes a long way. And it starts with, it might just start with us here or in our immediate veterans at ServiceNow circle, right? In our group. Um, but I think we have that potential to continue to expand because we are, like Irv said, we are continuing to grow. The technology, corporations, business sector, professional sector is just con- continuing to expand in, te- in technological advances. and. We need to bring all these folks that are transitioning out of the military into the journey with us. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's great to hear the passion. Like we talk about this stuff. I know, Herb, you invited me to speak at your Skill Bridge class. And I appreciate that so much, man, because it is about giving back and pulling forward, right? We're pulling those vets. We know we've been through that journey, that struggle. So, Herb, tell us just a little bit about the Next Gen Vet program. Our Next Gen programs, we have a we have a lot of great programs around the world in Next Gen. Uh, I happen to be focused on veterans, so I get I get to fulfill my passion. That's how I make the world work. So it's pretty lucky the service now pays me for it, right? Uh, but it's hey, how do we upskill veterans, right? So we put them through a one hundred percent virtual, one hundred percent free training program. And when I say veterans, transitioning service members in their last six months of active duty service veterans who've already got out and they've been out of the military for a few years and also their military spouses because military spouses also bring unique skill sets and experiences that are often overlooked because of the nature of being a military spouse and moving moving around and hard to have a career. Uh, so we've gone through a training program. Part of that focuses on actual technical skills, right? Uh, the actual learning service now, how the platform works, very in-depth. Uh, up to seven instructor-led courses. There's now learning. We they get a little bit of now learning some micro certifications. They get to earn certifications, but also all that's nice. But if we don't give them the career skills to go augment that, so they can articulate the value, so they can you know talk with customers, clients. Uh, so we also throw in career skills. Uh, we'll call it military transition training, but it's career skills. How to write a resume, how to do interviews, uh, presentations, etc. Uh, are part of our course. So right now, currently, it's 16 weeks, 100% free, 100% virtual. Any veteran or transition service member we sign up, they interview with myself, and then uh, they get in the program. They go through a cohort. So they have buddies that are there going through the experience with them. I mean, that should be a lifelong network, right? So our whole thing is we've scaled it up, and we currently have you know 80-some people in our program, and we'll have between 80 and 100 starting in November. But at the end of the day, we never want to lose sight of it's not numbers. That's one person. That's one service member or military spouse. Is their family involved? 
uh, and we want to make this world-class program that gets a meaningful employment in the ServiceNow ecosystem, whether it's at ServiceNow or out of one of our partners. And so we talk about the life skills and transition stuff and Javier, you're, you're the hiring guy, right? You're in that kind of circle. And I know you've been working on some initiatives to get vets. So can you tell us a little bit about what ServiceNow is looking at in the initiatives for vets? Well, immediately we have uh, our next-gen program for veterans that Herb just shared about. We also immediately have our Solutions Consulting Academy program for veterans that I would just call out her name, Nadia Schism. She runs that program. Uh, and that is, you know, that is something that was started uh, last year and is continuing on uh, into this year and hopefully beyond, right? And I think this is the third cohort now. And similar to Herb's next-gen program, they do a lot of upskilling, you know, career career skilling uh, uh, for folks that want to be in that sales space, but also have some a little bit of a technical background to be alongside with our sales folks and working with customers, right, and future customers and our partners. So that's another program we have for the SC Academy. And then, you know, for me, some other things that we're trying to work on now. Uh, with the Veterans Employee Belonging Group and several of our business partners is to think of newer ways to engage the veteran community, right? Uh, Next Gen, great. SC Academy, great. Now, you know, a lot of service members are transitioning out of the military and uh, a lot of them are going back to college to get their undergraduate. So how do we engage some of those folks that are leveraging their education after college how do we think about when we do college recruiting, right? When we do summer internship recruiting, right? And the Veterans EBG, the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion team, as well as the Early Career Recruiting team is trying to look at how we can start engaging for next summer's cohort on having that type of summer internship cohort for veterans to be a part of service now. And it might not be through Next Gen or SC Academy, but it might be through a summer internship as they finish their, their degree programs. So we're looking at programs like that, but also part of what we want to do at ServiceNow is once veterans do come in, how do we create a culture of belonging? How do we connect them with the right mentors, allies, sponsors, um, so that they can feel like their careers are being uplifted, supported in their transition as they navigate what it's like to work at ServiceNow? So there's a lot of those things that we're looking at uh, from a recruiting perspective, but also from growth and talent development perspective at ServiceNow. Hey, guys, it's been a, a, just a pure joy talking to both of you gentlemen today. I will say that the jargon jar is pretty empty today. You guys kept it pretty clean. Uh, Javier did say SC Academy at the end, but he clarified that stuff. So, at, Herb, you're the big winner in the jargon wars today. So, again, I, I thank both of you for uh, being on the, the show. It's incredibly important for us to continue serving and to fellowship in anywhere we can. Uh, but before we go, I have just a couple more questions for you. And I'll start with you, Javier. What's the single most important thing you would tell vets about their transition in service now? The single most important thing I'll you know, share with vets about their transition to service now, wherever they're trying to go, is to, under, to know and understand that there are going to, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay that if you don't know what you don't know, there will be and there are people around you 
that you can reach out to for help. And don't be afraid, don't be intimidated, or you know, don't be worried that someone's going to say no. Because if someone says no to you, there's going to be another person there that will eventually say yes. And it's okay to ask for help. We're all here. There's a lot. There's veterans. There's military veteran supporters out there、uh, that's willing to help. So don't be afraid to ask no. Uh, to to ask for help, and her. What about you, sir? What would you say? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and say three things. So maybe I owe money in the jar. Is network to gain information, attend training to gain hard skills, hard technical skills, and earn certifications. You guys have been great again. The last question I have for you: Where, who, how should vets reach out and connect with you and seek the opportunities in service now or for your assistance? Find the bearded Herb on LinkedIn, right? Probably the quickest way to find me, Herb Thompson on LinkedIn, or Herb Thompson at ServiceNow also works. ServiceNow dot com also works too. Yeah, same with me,、um, Javier Chen, ServiceNow on LinkedIn. I think I'm the only Javier Chen at ServiceNow. <laughs> so, and Javier dot Chen at ServiceNow dot com is、uh, my email address. Awesome. Hey guys, again, thank you so much for、uh, doing what you do with vets, and thank you for joining on the show. And for our listeners, if you have any comments or questions for myself or our guests, you can email us at customerconnection@servicenow.com. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us. For our next episode, when we will build more customer connections.